Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hello, friends. Welcome. This is episode 46 of the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Guess what? This morning I woke up and there was snow everywhere, which living in the Portland metro area doesn't happen very often, usually like one or two times a season. And it was so magical. Lewis, Tim, and I went out and we had a snowball fight and it was pretty great. There's actually... If you follow me on Instagram, there's a really funny Insta story I was doing of Tim and Lewis, and then Tim decided to turn on me and attack me with a snowball. Yeah, that's on Instagram. (laughs) But I wanted to do a little housekeeping with you really quick. I know this can kind of be tedious sometimes, so I'll make it fast. Uh, But the first thing is, is that I have a live class coming up. I'm so excited. So we did one in January and it was so much fun that I decided that we had to do it again. So the live class is going to be on becoming captivatingly confident. So I've kind of modified what I did in the last class, changed it up a little bit to make it a little more user-friendly and I'm going to go into each step of the process of becoming captivatingly confident. And this process is one that I've been developing over the years and using with thousands of women. And I finally got it down to this beautiful format. And the reason that it's in a format like this is to give you a vision for what it would look like to show up confidently and to overcome some of the things that hold you back from being your most confident self. So whether that is self-sabotaging behaviors like procrastination or binge-watching TV, this is a big one for me. (laughs) I I try not to, but I'm trying to catch up on Grey's Anatomy. I'm on season 10, and I have five more seasons to go, so I'm working my way up there. But I can easily get lost in Grey's Anatomy because I'm self-sabotaging. And there's a whole host of reasons for why we self-sabotage, but that's another podcast for another day. But it can be self-sabotage. It can be people that are getting in your way. It can be stories that you've learned and adopted along the way. It can be attitudes that you have, beliefs that you have about yourself. And how do you clear all of that so that you can start to accept yourself and develop self-appreciation so that you can value yourself? Because you can't show up authentically in your life if you don't value yourself, right? You're either constantly putting on a mask or a brave face or you're faking it till you make it. And you're employing all these strategies that are keeping you stuck. And that stuck feeling feels like shame because you feel like I just can't seem to make the changes that I want to. What's wrong with me? Honey, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. It is hard. Okay, life is hard. (laughs) And being authentic and being who you really are is even harder. And that's what we're going to talk about today in the podcast. But before we get there, 
Let me give you some details about the live class. So that's going to be held Sunday, February 10th, so just a few days from now, 5.30 p.m. PST, which is 8.30 for you East Coasters. And if you can't make it live, no worries. I've got you covered. I'm going to send out a replay via email so you can snag that. To sign up for this, because you do have to be registered so that you get the link to the class, you just need to head over to captivatinglyconfident.com backslash live class, one word. Or you can go up to the top of the the website and it says live class at the top. And you can just register for that. You're going to get a couple emails with the link. Make sure that you confirm your email. I have it set up to do this like double opt-in thing. IDK. Okay, email's tough. (laughs) So just make sure you confirm that so you get the link emailed to you. And if you can't make it live again, you're going to get a replay in the mail. There's also going to be a few freebies at the class, so you're definitely going to want those. And it's just going to be a really fun time. There's also going to be a Q&A at the end where you can ask me anything. I am a formal personal trainer and nutrition specialist turned confident coach. So I am ready to field any questions that have to do with health, wellness, mindset, confidence, nutrition, anything you want to talk about, we're going to do it. So that's your chance to ask questions if you want to. So again, that's going to be Sunday, February 10th at 5.30 p.m. PST, and that's online using Zoom. You can get all the details over at the website that I mentioned, and I will link that in the notes. All right, that is housekeeping for today. See, I told you I'd keep it short, only five minutes. (laughs) So thank you for your time. Okay, today we're going to talk about showing up and what does it mean to stop hiding and to show up authentically in your life and what are some action steps that you can take to start doing that today because it's hard okay I think we just need to start there awareness is the foundation of any change awareness you got to be aware so we're going to be aware of the fact that showing up authentically is hard it is so hard to put your best self out there, especially if you're not feeling like your best self. If you feel like you're working through things or if you're just feeling stuck, sometimes it's really hard to put yourself out there and we isolate, right? We draw back because we're afraid that if we put out a facade or a mask, people are going to see through that and that they're going to judge us, right? They're worried that They're going to look at you and and they're going to make judgments and assumptions about you based on how you are or who you're pretending to be. And so you draw back and you isolate and you hide in your life. And I want to tell you a story about my mom because she was an incredible woman. Oh my gosh, I wish you could have met her. I really do. You would have loved her and she would have loved you. She was one of those people that just everybody liked Everybody loved Chris. She was a goofball. She laughed all the time. We had three cats, and she would do cat talk, right? Which is where she would like talk to you in the voice of the cat. You really had to be there for it. I understand that, but it just makes me smile. But she really struggled with her body. Not so much when I was tiny, but right around when I turned like nine or 10, she started putting on weight. And she just, couldn't seem to stop. And I remember her doing all sorts of diets from Weight Watchers to Jenny Craig. She did a weighed down workshop. She did a couple of different 
diets through the church, and she tried it all. And I remember one time, my dad was having a Christmas party for his work, and she bought this size 12 Jessica McClintock black velvet, kind of like a, almost, if you know LuLaRoe at all, kind of like a Julia dress, pencil dress, beautiful. And she dieted so hard to get into that dress. And I have a picture of her wearing that dress. And you would expect her to be like radiant and beaming, right? And just like, look at me, I got into this dress. But instead, she looks miserable. She looks miserable. And I can see it in her face. And maybe if you looked at the picture, you wouldn't see it. But I know her. And I know that she still felt miserable, even though she hit her goal weight. And she got into the dress that she wanted. Because she was hiding, friends. She was hiding her fear, fear of judgment, fear of shame, about being in a bigger body, about carrying more weight. And that stopped her from doing so many things. So instead of showing up in her truest expression of herself, she hid. So she had, I have pictures of her where she's like ducking from the camera and trying to like hide or giving you this look of like, why are you taking my picture? You know I don't want my picture taken. Which would be fine if she was still here, but she's not here. Fifteen years ago in July, my mom lost her battle with cancer and she's no longer with us. And the memories that I have of my mom are starting to fade. And it scares the crap out of me because I'm starting to forget. And so what I do when I need my mom is I look at pictures of what I have. And the pictures, I just wish with all my heart that she was looking into the camera, smiling ear to ear, living her best life. Showing up the way she wants to. Showing up the way that she should have. But instead, she chose to hide. She hid in baggy t-shirts and baggy clothes. And she hid behind work. She worked two or three jobs my whole life. She hid behind volunteering. Serving others. Putting others before herself. Which when you looked at it from the outside, it was like, wow, Chris Ellerbrook is amazing. This woman has it going on. Like she's got it figured out. She's putting everybody else before herself. That's incredible. And it is incredible. Let me tell you what, that woman did more in her short 44 years of life than half of us do in ours, right? Like she was incredible. But she did that so that she could hide. She didn't do self care. She didn't, I don't think I ever saw my mom exercise outside of playing bowling. Yes, my parents were in a bowling league. <laughs> I didn't I didn't ever see her exercise. Sometimes we would go for walks after dinner as a family, sometimes. If my dad wasn't in a bad mood. Um, I never saw her eat healthy food. She was always eating junk food because she worked at a gas station. She was the manager of an AMPM, and so she had unlimited access to candy and junk food. And that's all I ever saw her or my parents eat. And I never saw her putting herself first. Like she would go and get a manicure sometimes or a pedicure, but then guess what? She became an esthetician so that she could do manicures and pedicures for other people. (laughs) She was always putting other people first, not herself. 
And I will never forget standing in the hospital after her second surgery where they discovered that the cancer had spread everywhere and it was too late. And the doctor said, you know, a big part of this came from her stress and not eating right and not exercising. Those things could have prevented this. And you know what? I'm the first one to be like, well, you have no idea, okay? You really don't know that. But I also have studied the effects of stress and lack of exercise and poor diet. I've studied those relentlessly the last decade. And I'm going to side with the doctor on this one and say that if she had changed it, if she had placed herself as a priority, and if she had made sure that she was fueling her body with foods that made her feel good, that made her feel strong and energized. But if she had dealt with her stress differently instead of continuing to pile on her plate, if she had just done that a little differently, she might still be here. And it's taken me a few years to figure out how I can honor her legacy in a way that's respectful, but that it still makes an impact. And here's what I've decided, is that if one person hears that story, one person hears it and decides, you know what, I don't want to end up like that. I want to show up in my life. I don't want to hide. I don't want to isolate. I don't want to be stressed all the time. I want to reap the benefits of loving myself and of taking care of myself and letting that be what fuels giving to other people, serving my family, loving my friends, being in my community, affecting change in my world. I want that to come from a place of self-assuredness in who I am and what I'm about and how I'm doing it. If one person can look at a picture of themselves without criticizing it, but if they can just smile in that picture and be seen for who they are, It's all worth it. All of it. And that's what I've decided. And thankfully, that has been the case for more than one woman. It has been the case for hundreds of women in the last few years, which has been so incredibly healing for me as the daughter that's left behind, as the daughter that's left with pictures of a woman that was terrified of being seen. She didn't want to be seen, she wanted to be behind the scenes. She wanted to hide. And it's not from a place of doing anything wrong. It's from a place of safety. Because when you hide, you're safe. But you're not really living. And the whole idea of Captivatingly Confident has kind of sprung out of her story and my story combined about how we can show up and be confident in who you've been created to be because you have been created to be someone incredible. You were born to be dazzling, to be sparkling, to be enchanting. These are, these are words that define you. That's how you were created, darling. It is, but we don't own that. We own that we're not enough, that we're too much, that we have to earn it, that we're not worthy of love, and that it's better to be in the background hiding, and that nobody really cares, and everybody's just judging anyways. We own those truths instead of the ones that really matter, 
And you can almost feel a shift in your energy when you think about it, right? If you think about words like captivating, dazzling, enchanting, these words elicit so much more energy than words like, you're not enough. You need to do more. You need to be smaller. You need to take up less space. Those are so devoid of positive energy. But you were created to be captivatingly confident. That is the way that God made you, honey. (laughs) Hope you don't mind my pet names here. This is the way that you were made. So I want to give you a couple of action steps. Actually, just one. I want to give you one action step that you can take to start the ball rolling. If you are ready to stop hiding, if you're ready to stop isolating, if you're ready to to start living life in a way that you want to be remembered for. Because when you are gone, because we all we all die. Nobody's figured out how to beat that yet. We all die. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to think when they look at your pictures? You can even scroll through your Facebook photos and see what do people see when they look at me? Is this what do I see when I look at me? Is that how I want to be remembered? Do I want to be remembered hiding or showing up, living my best life? And that doesn't mean that everything is like easy peasy, lemon squeezy every day, okay? That is not what confidence means. <laughs> That's not what showing up in your fullest expression looks like. That's a myth. It's hard, just like everything else. But is it harder to start a journey and a process where there's light at the end of the tunnel? Or is it harder to stay stuck where you feel hopeless and isolated? What's harder? I venture to say that staying stuck is harder. I refuse to stay stuck. I refuse to have pictures where I'm not living my best life because when I die, I want my son to look at pictures that I have for him and I want him to see me beaming ear to ear because I am confident in my abilities and who I am and who I've been created to be. That's what I want him to see because that is what I want him to do. I don't want him to make himself smaller or take up less space to go through life thinking he's not enough. B.S. He's more than enough because he's a child of God. He's been created. Therefore, automatically, he's awesome. I don't just say that because he's my kid. I would say that about your kids too. So here's what we're going to do. Awareness is the foundation of all of the change. Being aware. So I want you to go to captivatinglyconfident.com backslash free. And there's a guide that you can download. And I want you to download that guide. And I want you to read through it and look at what it would look like for you to start this process, to catch a vision for what your life could look like, to get an idea of which way you could start to head. Because sometimes it's hard. We're like, "Uh, I don't know where to start. Confidence is a big broad term, and I, I, I don't even know. The roadmap that I've created, the Becoming Captivatingly Confident Guide, is just that. It's a roadmap. It's a vision. It's a direction for you to start to head. 
And I want you to read through it because there's nuggets in there. There's going to be stuff that you're like, oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. I do this thing. (gasps) That makes sense. And then your next action step, you're going to have two. I said one. Now I'm saying two. Then you're going to take an Enneagram test. E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Enneagram. And it's a personality test. And you can, if you just Google search Enneagram free, or you can go to the EnneagramCoach.com and you can get a free test. And I want you to discover something about yourself today. And if you already know your Enneagram type, I want you to head over to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group and tell us what what type you are. I'm going to put a post in there today. And I want you to write down what type you are and something that's awesome about that type. It's incredible the clarity that comes with knowing who you are and having that awareness of your tendencies and awareness of what it looks like to be in the healthier zone of your type or in the unhealthy zone of your type and identify where you're at. And there's so much information about the Enneagram out there in the universe. Oh my gosh, it's so hot right now. (laughs) My husband's a therapist. I've known about this for a few years. It's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And you can find a ton of stuff on Instagram too. But I want you to become aware of who you are. So step one, download Becoming Captivatingly Confident. And sign up for the live class because registration closes on the 9th, 9 p.m. So you've got to register before then. And then you're going to take the Enneagram test and you're going to come tell us your type. Okay? That's what you're going to do. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to hear what your type is and what you discover about yourself because you are amazing. You are amazing. And the confidence that you seek is already inside of you. It's just buried. It's just covered up by shame, those limiting beliefs, the stories that you tell yourself, the attitudes that you have. It's just buried, hun. It's but it's there. And I want to help you start to uncover it. All right? So that's what we're going to do. Whew. We've had a few heavy podcasts. Guess what? Friday's podcast is going to be a lot lighter. We're going to pick it up a notch and we're going to have some amazing conversation on Friday. So make sure that you've subscribed to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also find them all on Pinterest at Captivatingly Confident. And I will see you next week.